Okay, I'm just gonna find, hang on, um, 1 Peter 4, verse 9 says, Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Okay, so I know for some of you, hospitality is your thing. I know that because I have lots of women in my life who are wonderful at hospitality. That seems to be something that just simply oozes from within them. I have wonderful people in my life who not only open their doors frequently to others, um, but just always seem to have exactly uh, what you need to throw a party. Do you know people like this? I know a couple of women like this who, you know, in any given day you could be at their home and I'm confident they have not only the food in their fridge, um, but, you know, those cute little plates that are just the right um, theme for whatever party you could throw or the perfect little um, signature glasses or um, the best napkins. Oh man, don't you just admire women who just have like the perfect napkin to give you? Um, that's so weird, right? But I just think it's like, just amazing. Like who doesn't love a perfect napkin? And I, I know women who can throw lavish parties and, and have all of those special little details, but they can also have you over for a cup of tea and it still feels so important, so precious, so intentional. Even if you stop by, um, you'll still get, you know, that cup of tea in a, in a cute little, um, you know, mug or, you know, with the side of something on a cute little napkin. And, and I just... I love that. I love that about people who seem to do that so seamlessly. And I admire that about them. I think that, you know, if it's in the Bible and God is telling us to do it and not just do it, um, and he doesn't specify who should do it, he says we should do it, um, and then mentions the without grumbling part, there must be something to that. So, so here's the thing. Um, one of my goals going into next year is to learn how to cook. So, or now let me rephrase that. I mean, clearly I can cook. I mean, I have two adult children who are alive, so there was food for sure. Um, I guess what I want to do is to learn how to cook some really great meals that are that are go-to meals that um, taste really good, that are really healthy. And I just, I think I also want to, my goal is to try and learn how to enjoy the process of it. Um, yeah. I think that part of it is because I want to be better at hospitality. I, I'll happily open my door to anyone to come into, to our home. Um, 
So that's never the issue for me. But I do start to get a little panicky. Okay, I'll say that. Um, maybe anxious when it's providing a meal. Like if I think about now, if someone just popped in right now and you know needed something to eat, I mean, I could feed them, but you know, could I give them, you know, this, this meal and, you know, I definitely don't have the napkins. I mean, I have a roll of paper towel, which I think still counts, right? I mean, it's not even the fancy paper towel with the, the little pictures on it, but it still counts. So they would get a napkin, just not a cute one. I do have some cute, um, mugs, I would say for tea or coffee. Um, and I'm, yeah, we have coffee in the fridge somewhere. Um, and I do have tea, but I have lots of kind of, yeah, tea that it's mostly weirdo tea, right? I've got dandelion tea and nettle tea and, but somewhere in there, I must have regular tea bags. I think I do. I mean, I could definitely do that. I definitely have, um, yeah, some fresh, amazing water. Cause I'm a bit of a water snob now, but that's a story for another day. Um, I, yeah, there's snacks and fruit and yeah, but I, to be able to put together something on the spot or something to really show someone that they're cared for well, right? Like I want to be able to learn that. I want to be able to learn some skills and people tell me all the time, they're like, Helen, it's easy. It's easier than you think. If you just have the basic skills of cooking from there, you can do anything. And I trust those people. Although I will say, you know, sometimes people tell you those things, you know, oh no, like it's fine. It'll be great. Like I've had this experience because I remember, um, yeah, when I was, uh, going to get a tattoo years and years ago, um, somebody told me that, yeah, it, it's, it's fine. It doesn't actually really hurt. Well, Newsflash, it absolutely does hurt. Um, so yeah, but I'm trusting that these women in my life who are telling me that learning the basics of cooking will then lead to me um, being able to create lots of meals. I mean, I, I absolutely, like I legitly have put a goal for next year is to learn six new meals, um, good meals, healthy meals, but delicious meals. And, and so that's, that is my goal. And I will be probably sharing about that um, along the way next year. But again, part of it for me is this heart of wanting to be better at hospitality because I don't want to just be able to open my home, but I, I struggle because I want it to be wonderful. And maybe my struggle is really in the struggle of comparison, right? I mean... Am I the only one who struggles with this? I, you know, I tell other women all the time, you know, don't compare yourself to so-and-so or the way they look or what they do or how their kids behave or all that kind of stuff. Or Because we all know that the things that we see um, online are, you know, they're not real, right? I mean, some of it's real for sure. Um, but we all kind of fluff it up a bit, right? So never assuming that, what we see online is is the real thing that we're comparing ourselves to. But so I think that's what it is. I think that part of it for me is that part of my 
um, sinful nature in comparing myself to other people because I do believe that is I I'm not I know that me trying to be someone else or compare myself to someone else is sinful. It's wrong. It's it doesn't honor who God created me to be. You know, I mean, despite all my my bumps and bruises and flaws, God created me. And so that in and of itself just makes me unique. It makes me special. And I know that um, that God has a specific plan for me. And maybe it's not to be the hospitality queen. But I'm just being honest with you. I'm I guess I'm confessing that I I I want to be like that. Um, I never really cared too much about that before. Um, I became a Christian and I don't know, I'm not blaming my faith on that. I think I just was never really around too many other people who seem to be, um, so great at hospitality. And again, I don't know, maybe that's just for show. Maybe, you know, all of those, you know, women's events where you bring a potluck or, um, yeah, the, the Bible study or small group where, um, you know, you bring a treat or whatever, maybe that is for show too, but I don't, I don't think so. I think that there are just people who are not only good at it, but they love it. Right. And when you love something, um, and it pours out of you, it just makes it all that more special. But I just have a funny story to share with you because I remember going to one of my first kind of ladies, um, meetings or groups at church when I first came to faith. And, um, you know, it was, you had, you know, they asked everybody to bring a dessert to share or whatever. And I'm like in panic mode. Cause I'm thinking, okay, there are so many things about this, this faith journey that I'm already aware are so hard for me. Right. I was, you know, I had a, a lot of things for God to work on, like a lot. I mean, I still do, but um, I just felt like I was so behind it the whole time, like behind the eight ball. Like I, I always felt like I was in this position where I had to catch up with all of these women. And again, I'm on a different part of my journey now. So I kind of see that for what it is. But at the time, I just really felt like, oh my gosh, I had to be aware. Like, am I, you know, are there certain things I should or shouldn't wear? And, you know, I would catch myself, um, you know, maybe saying things and, um, yeah, maybe realizing that, you know, maybe the language I was using wasn't great or people didn't really understand my um, experiences or where I had come from. Um, but whatever. The reality was is that I was trying really hard not to be myself. I think because God had saved me from myself, for sure. Um, and there was a lot of who I was um, that was pretty ugly. And I think I just tried so hard not to be me instead of not being um, those parts of me or those behaviors I or whatever. Uh, anyway, so I was asked to bring in dessert and I'm not a great baker either, although now I do have a fabulous um, recipe for brownies. Maybe I'll share that at the end of this. Anyway, super easy to do and delicious, I think, um, and healthy, um, but don't let that scare you. So... I devised this plan. So here's what I did. Um, so I'm invited to this kind of dessert night. And so I found in my my kitchen, and I'm not really sure even why I had this tray or where it came from. 
Um, but it was like sort of like mini muffin tin trays, but they were shaped as hearts. I don't know if you've ever seen these. I think um, I gave that to my daughter. She has it now. But what I, I did was I took those, you know, those um, packages of two bite brownies you can get from like any grocery store, I think. And they're fairly soft, right? That's why they're so delicious. <laughs> and so what I did was, is I squished them into um, this tray so that when you pulled them out, they had this like heart on them, but it would also look like I had baked them. So yeah, basically I was lying to these new group of women, which, yeah. Anyway, talk about trying to remove old patterns of behavior, but just like <laughs> stepping right into it again. Anyway, um, so what I did is I put some like foil over top and brought them like that basically to make it look like I had freshly baked them. I never said that I did, but I was trying to make it look like I did because I just wanted to be able to do something right or to be able to fit in. Oh my gosh. It's crazy, right? Like I wasn't in high school. This was like, I was 30, 31 years old. Um, isn't it crazy how we can still do that as adults, just desperately wanting to fit in? Anyway, so I brought them and of course everyone thought they were delicious. I mean, and they thought it was so cute that I had, you know, baked them in this cute little muffin tray. And I was feeling pretty good about myself until somebody asked me for the recipe. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the pastor's wife too, who, by the way, she, she knows the truth now. She's over it. Um, we kind of laugh about it now. And I had to like basically confess. I had no other choice. I was kind of backed into a corner. I wouldn't even know how, like what to say was in them because I don't bake. I didn't bake. So I didn't know. Um, so I kind of quietly told her and yeah, she laughed. She thought it was funny. And in fact, she said, that's brilliant. I think I will, uh, I'll use that next time. Um, it's a great idea. So she was really generous and kind to me about it. Um, but I think about that and I'm like, it's just dessert night. I could have just brought the package of two bite brownies. Um, or even brought fruit, like whatever. There's plenty of things I could have done. Um, if I was too afraid to attempt baking something and I'm sure none of those women would have had anything bad to say about it. But like in my mind, I created this whole scenario of, you know, them whispering or, you know, judging me because, you know, I, or I must not be a good wife because I can't really cook or bake or whatever. And I mean, I, the thing is, is I would see these women bringing in trays of things that were beautiful and delicious uh, and homemade. Um, but yeah, I had just created that all in my head and my, in my desperate attempt to try and be part of the hospitality, um, group or these people who just do it well, or they've learned, or they've, you know, over the years, maybe they're just, just really great at it. But I had created this whole scenario of judgment and really, I was the one who was like just trying to be someone that I'm not. Um, it's such a weird thing to repeat that story and to remember that how I worked so hard to try and fit in as an adult um, with a group of women at church. 
And it's funny because there would have been a time years ago where I would have somehow made it their fault. Like, well, they made me feel that way. It's just ridiculous, right? I created the scenario in my mind. And, you know, I've known some of the women there now for, yeah, 19 years and wonderful and not perfect because neither am I, but just generous and kind. Um, but yeah, imagine me wanting to fit in so desperately that I create this lie about myself. And I wonder how many other times I'm doing that in my life, maybe even still to this day, because I'm too afraid to be who I am, or I think maybe that's the wrong words. I, I'm unsure if being who I am kind of today, I'm unsure if it's enough. And yeah, I don't want to be the same person tomorrow that I am. To, I want to be growing and learning and challenging myself. And I do want to be different in some ways because of growth, because of learning, because of um, humility. Um, so, yeah. And I think those women who are really great at hospitality and the ones who seem to really shine at it, the ones with the fancy napkins and the, the things that all connect in the centerpieces that just work so perfectly. And it's like they can switch out their house and just add so many things there. And I, I, I have a hard time with just letting them be who they are, if that makes sense. I have a hard time just saying, okay, like that's who they are, but that's, maybe that's not who I am and, and that's okay. Um, I mean, I still think it's important for me to learn how to cook. My husband does do quite a bit of the cooking, um, but I want to make sure that I'm doing it for the right reasons. And I think if my motivation is to be more hospitable, to open my doors and to be, um, better at inviting people, better at serving, you know, my family, just, just gaining the knowledge of different foods and, and how to do them. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's good. But I was thinking about it too. And I was actually, um, yeah, during one of my devotional times is kind of thinking about what, What if it was okay that hospitality just meant opening my door, our door, to people, either new people that we're just meeting or, or old friends or family, and just offering just what was in the cupboards, no matter how fancy or not fancy that was. I mean, and God asks us to show hospitality without grumbling. It kind of sounds to me like he just wants us to show hospitality. And I think part of my grumbling 
can be a bit of a, oh, what if this, or I don't really have that, or I can't have them over for dinner, or we can't do this last minute because I don't have, like, really wrestling with the fact that God's idea of hospitality can be lavish parties because he does do that. Like that, you know, we've seen, we read that in scripture. Um, and yes, we're supposed to give of what we have and the best of what we have to people, but that should be no matter what is in our cupboards at that moment. And hospitality and what I'm learning and kind of wrestling through um, is is being okay with the hospitality being you know, the love and care that I can show to someone, um, you know, and if that means I have to, um, just quickly run out and grab, you know, milk or cream because I don't have it in the house or, or a dessert. Yeah. Dare I say two bite brownies. <laughs> I don't have the pan anymore, so I can't dupe anybody. Um, but that, 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 that's okay. Like for hospitality to be more than just the fancy napkins, although I'm not against them, clearly I love them, but, and I think fancy napkin ladies are wonderful people. Um, but yeah, I really just trying to be even more comfortable with who I am and who God has created me to be and, and the different skills and gifts that I do have, um, that, that that's, that's good. That learning to cook is also good, but not because I want to try to be someone else, but that it's okay to learn and to, to have a new skill. Um, I wonder if there's anyone else who feels a little bit like that about other things, you know, there are some places in my life where I'm okay and I can confidently stand and not compare myself um, to other women. And I've been learning that slowly as I get older. And, and as as you age, I've been finding, for me anyway, that it does get a little bit easier. But it's so weird that something like this whole hospitality thing um, is kind of like this thing that's hanging on. Um, and I, yeah. I, I, I'm sure there's some root to that. There's something within me that, that makes me struggle with that. But yeah, I need just more help learning that true hospitality means actually giving up myself, the, the person that God created in me specifically, um, that the love that I have, the, the love of Jesus that I have within me, the Holy Spirit that is within me, that pouring that out onto other people um, with kindness and compassion and grace and just listening and providing a comfy chair and a warm um, cup of tea is exactly okay. So maybe there are other things that you struggle with. Maybe you are comparing yourself to other people for other reasons. And yeah, 
if you'll commit to pray for me, I'll commit to pray for you about those situations and scenarios. I am going to learn how to cook some new meals. And if you have any ideas that um, are healthy and I want to say easy, but maybe they shouldn't be easy because it's a goal, right? Um, yeah, send them along to me. Um, I'm not actually sure how you can get a hold of me if you're listening to this. Um, but I do have um, an email. Uh, it's Helen at fumblingthroughfaith.com. So if you do have recipe ideas, send them there. Um, if you know a great place to get fancy napkins, tell me, because I do, I do appreciate a fancy napkin, even though I rarely have them, but there's something really weird and special about them, um, to me anyway. Um, maybe it's because my mom, my mom, if you go to my mom's house, she will always have a variety of fancy little napkins. And my mom is one of those hospitality people. If you go to my mom's house and she offers you a cup of tea, I need you to know and be forewarned that you will get so much more than a cup of tea. There will be a tray created, and I mean tray. I don't mean like a small little kind of plate. I mean a tray of goodies, you know, whether that's chocolate bars or cookies she's made or depending on the time of day, it might even be like little sandwiches or things like that. My mother gives of whatever she has in her home to people, and she does it well. So maybe that's, and she does it well with the little napkins, and so maybe the little napkins is just a part of her that I appreciate. Um, you know, when you talk things out, as I'm doing right now, you begin to realize, and I think I've just realized, that that's probably where it's from. So just so you know, I have been learning, um, you know, if you've listened to, um, my last podcast about self-care, I have been learning um, and have, have had to learn about different foods and, and creating different things. So I've been slowly learning to um, to cook a little bit more um, and to bake because I do have a bit of a sweet tooth. Um, so I do have a brownie recipe. And you know what? I'm going to share it with you because I was on a ladies retreat um, a few weeks back and it was really great. I'm going to podcast about that too one day because I hadn't been to one in a while because, yeah, I had some weird experiences on them before, but I was really glad that I kind of took the risk and, and went. It was a wonderful time. Again, I'm not going to get into it now, but really wonderful, wonderful time with some amazing women. And um, yeah, I had essentially brought, we were supposed to kind of share, you know, we took turned with different things uh, or elements of, of meals that we had to do and also bring some treats, you know, to share. And so I specifically made this recipe, um, this brownie recipe, because I knew it was something that I would eat that was kind of sweet for me, but still healthy. Um, and I was a little bit nervous to share it. So I, I did, I put it in the fridge and, and said, you know, anyone's welcome to share it, but I'm not going to lie. I didn't tell this to the women, but if any of them are listening to this podcast still, they'll know. Um, I was a bit nervous when the first person asked to try some. Isn't that so weird? I was like, oh no. Um, like as if everything, you know, in life hung in the balance of whether this person liked this or not. So weird. Anyway, um, they loved it. 
And then some other women wanted to try it, and I thought, oh, every time someone new tried it, I thought, oh, man. Um, yeah, it was just a moment of, like, I didn't even want to be in the room when they were trying it. Isn't that so strange? Anyway, they all loved it, and I, yeah, it was kind of great. I felt like I had redeemed myself from the, you know, the too bright brownie and the the muffin tin story. And I did share that story with them when I was there because it's funny now, right? It's funny to think about that story and and uh, all the trouble I would have gone to. But these definitely weren't as pretty and they're not um, pretty to look at, but they were delicious and they are delicious. So here's what I'm going to tell you. It's so simple. So you take a sweet potato, but don't stop listening now. Look, if you don't like sweet potatoes or you think that's weird to put in a brownie, just give it a try. Um, because I promise you it, it's not going to taste that way. So you take um, a, a large sweet potato and you just peel it, obviously, cut it and boil it till it's soft, till it's like mushy. Um, and then you kind of mush it in a, in a bowl. Um, and then you take half a cup of cocoa powder. I use organic cocoa powder, but you do what you want. Um, and then half a cup of real like pure maple syrup. Yep, delicious, I know. And then you take a cup of peanut butter. So again, I use sh like sugar-free organic peanut butter, but just listen, it doesn't have to be um, expensive. You can find it in lots of different grocery stores now too. But if you want to just use, um, it doesn't matter to you if you use organic or not, um, just don't use, um, peanut butter with sugar in it if you can avoid it um, because it'll be way too sweet and it's the sugar that's in um, sweetened peanut butter um, is often fructose and that's really is just bad for you um, and it's it's a weird artificial kind of sweet taste that you're taking away from the sweetness that's going to come out from the sweet potato and um, the maple syrup so Anyway, all you do is you just kind of mix it in a bowl and then you put it in like a brownie pan or like one of those little casserole things. Again, this is, I'm not a professional, you could tell. I don't know what they're called, but you know, like a little like kind of square pan or a rectangle one. And then you put it in the oven, even though it isn't really, you could eat it like that because you're, it's not gonna harm you, but you put it in the oven at 350 degrees for 15 minutes and you take it out of the oven, you let it cool and then you put it in the fridge. Well, I like to do that, put it in the fridge overnight and then cut it into, into squares and you enjoy it. It's so good. It really is good. Um, even my grandkids ate it and liked it. And it's gluten-free, so it's good for, for people. Um, one of my daughters is gluten-free, so it's helpful that way too. So, so there you go. I just gave a baking tip on a podcast Look at what Jesus can do. Anyway, I just want to encourage you. Um, if there are things in your life that maybe in the past you tried and couldn't do it, or you know, you're comparing yourself um, to other people, and specifically I'm going to talk about other women. Obviously, we compare ourselves to one another. I think everyone does that in one way, shape, or form. Um, if you're doing that, if a lot of that means that that we're not okay um, 
with being ourselves and letting other people be themselves. And, and I think it really comes down to when I do that, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm not okay with who God decided that I am or who God decided that, you know, the fancy napkin lady is right. That in order for, for us to celebrate, um, our differences and celebrate, you know, the different gifts, the unique gifts that God has given us and the unique experiences that bring us to the table with, with, you know, different ideas. Um, yeah, different experiences to share. Those are all good. And if we were all the same, that would be crazy. It'd be like that whole Stepford Wives thing. <clears throat> but yeah, I would just encourage you to, to kind of along with me is let's start going through scripture and, and reminding ourselves, first of all, who God is and, and that he is truth and that he doesn't make mistakes when he creates things or people. And that all through scripture are these individuals with these amazing, unique journeys who don't come from places of perfection um, and aren't trying to be like one another, but they're on this journey with God um, because he has a plan and a purpose for their life that's so specific to them. And so I'm going to start to think about that this week. If I start to feel those feelings kind of rising up, if I start to compare myself to other women, um, whether that's on social media or um, maybe, uh, in friendship circles and family, I don't know, like whatever it is, I'm going to, I'm going to try this this week. Maybe you can try this too, to pause and say, God, remind me that you created me for a plan and a purpose unique from other people on purpose. I think that's a good idea. I'm going to try that. Maybe you can try that too. And if you stumbled upon this podcast or someone sent you to it, um, and there's no accidents in life, right? If God kind of brought you to listen, um, I just want to encourage you to remember that you are seen, heard, and loved by the creator of the entire freaking universe. Like, Every time I say that, I'm blown away. And now I'm listening. As I say that again about everything I just talked about, I have to remember that the creator of the entire universe decided that it was important that I was here in the world. Me, 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 Helen. And that's no accident. So warts and all, bumps and bruises, things that I'm not so great at, but things that I am good at, and all the stuff in between, he decided I should be here. So I think that I should be okay with that. <sighs> not just be okay with that. I should celebrate that. I should ask him to reveal those gifts in me that he's given me. I should be encouraged by other women, um, other Bible-believing women in my life who can um, encourage me and remind me um, so you do that too. Find those people 
who can encourage you and remind you in the truth. The truth that's only found through scripture. And the love and life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. You are seen, heard, and loved. And if you've never known that or heard that, or maybe you've had truly terrible experiences with people telling you lies about who God is or about who you are. I want you to know they're just that. They're lies. You are seen, heard, and loved exactly where you are right now, no matter what you've done, what you did, or even what we will do. God loves you, and you are here for a plan and a purpose. And maybe you have no idea what that is, and maybe your whole life you've believed that there's nothing good about you. And that is a lie. And it's a lie from the pit of hell. You are loved by the creator of the whole universe. Don't let another day go by without reaching out to him, asking him to reveal himself to you. He loves you. He's waiting. Thanks for listening.